To our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Spoiler Alert. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is Noel. Hi, everybody. And Brian. Hi. Everybody. Now, we are. You don't everybody. Want to say hi to anybody specific? Uh, I thought it was implied oh, that yeah. uh, I was sure. just talking to whoever could hear me. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are here to review this week's comics, but first we got letters. We got letters? We got letters? Oh, we got lots, lots and, and lots and lots and lots of letters. letters. More than one. Yeah. More than one. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert. The art. Of the wandering conversation. Ah. Sent to us by the Home Dad Abroad. Yo, JD, Noel, Brian, and occasionally Lynn. <laughs> Not today. Not this time. No. I have virtually nothing to say. Huh. Except that I truly <laughs> enjoy the way that semantic sidetracking annoys the piss out of JD. <laughs> Whereas you may not be disagreeable with one another in your opinions about books. Brian and Noel getting lost for five minutes in the potentially differing meanings that can be attributed to one carelessly tossed in word by JD in his efforts to prompt a segue intended to keep the show moving forward and on track more than makes up for a lack of irascibility? What is, what is that? Irascibility? Uh, that is... Irascibility? That's a new word for me. Uh, yeah, what is that's one of those words that I feel I can use but not define. You know what I mean? <laughs> and probably not use 100% correctly. Uh, like an irascible, kind of like, like you shouldn't irrepressible use it. <laughs> sort it's of. It's like surliness. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like a... Um, like Conflict? Talk back sort of yeah, but, nature. But, uh, but a know. prickly kind of person that would... Yes, it oh. is a quality of a person. Yeah, I say yeah. irascible. Yeah. Yeah. Like I a, say. Think of a rascal directed at you. Oh, being ra- yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Uh, he's, he's saying that we we're we're uh, warm fuzzies. We should be more cold pricklies. No, he I think what he's, I think what he's saying yeah. is that he wanted us to be fighting fighting mm. more, like but, cold pr- like cold pricklies. But us pissing you off. Oh, is, is all enough. Right. Is enough. When is did enough. that happen? Yeah. What was the? Well, the I'm fact not sure. The yeah. fact that he'll say something uh-huh. like like literally like I just did when he tried to do the whole intro. Uh huh. And, and and you could feel him seethe just a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> Is enough for Home Dad Abroad. Oh, I didn't. Uh... So we don't have to fight. We just have to annoy be yourselves. <laughs> just be ourselves. <laughs> and well, I would get angry. I was putting more of a point on it, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that happening. <laughs> what, it, what it is is that I just don't like you as people. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, um, and that's why we're here. Yeah. I am so pleased by these escalating sidebars <laughs> of an unintended verbal meandering that, as requested, I'm sending you my wallet. Oh, fantastic. And he sent a picture of his wallet <laughs> that says, bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what can I say? I'm a giver. The home dad abroad. Oh, that was good. That was funny. Well, you know what? I and promise. I've learned a word that I've immediately forgotten. Irascible. Irascibility. Yeah. I um, thought he might have been talking about when we <laughs> were, like, vamping. I think that was last week. I Actually, it's probably a little bit of that, too. Could be. Oh, but I, I should I, mention a little behind the <laughs> behind the sausage, as edit, they say. <laughs> a little, under, yeah, let's get behind the sausage. Yeah. Let's get under the sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the sausage and show you a little bit of how we make the curtains. Above the bus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, um, uh, 
what happens is uh, we're at my shop, and then my shop opens at 11. We generally start at around 9, 30, 10 in the morning on a Saturday, and then my shop opens at 11, and then um, a, a customer may walk in. So I will leave these two gentlemen <laughs> in full control of the microphones and walk away to help a customer, thinking prematurely that you're able to handle it. Uh, um, well, sometimes we hit pause. Sometimes we just talk. Sometimes we keep just going. Talk. Yeah, which I and feel then, is a manner of handling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it's up to me to either edit all that right. BS out right. or uh, come back and have to redirect the conversation. Yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> we have another. Well, I, well first of no. all, I think that that's empirical. That's at least one point in the us column that, that what we're doing is is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And should be continued. <laughs> Home yeah. likes At every yeah. opportunity yeah, yeah. when you uh, look I, away I even to, for a second. I, I promise not to use this power for evil and or fabricate it. <laughs> yeah. We just gotta be cool, Brian. Yeah, we just gotta, we gotta be, be cool. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dispatches from Australia from Carl L. Carl's Action Carl. Hey, JD, Len, Noel, and Brian. So, I thought I would take a minute during the latest season of the, the Shits on Fire show mm -hmm. to let you all know that you should be reading The Last God. So, uh -huh. he's in Australia. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, and it's engulfed in flames. Yeah. I think still. Um, uh -huh. I, the, the news, sadly, here hmm. has moved away from hmm. everything's on fire. Um, well, our, and, and our republic is falling. We've moved, yeah, the yeah. republic is falling. Um we're watching the emperor <laughs> sort of sort of just stumble his way through just waiting for the rest of the senate to betray yeah. caesar yeah. that's pretty much what we're doing and then um also there's an outbreak happening uh all over the world at this point um uh, of, of a virus that is killing people so yeah. that's that's sort of in the news well, i mean i you know what i had this conversation with my fiance last night and not to like be too dour about it um with like add in the volcano that's about to erupt. I oh, there's a volcano. There's a volcano. We this is essentially end times, right? Yeah. Well, we've got a we've got a virus. Yeah. Uh, democracies are falling. Mm. Um, nations are burning, mm. and uh, natural disasters are occurring at a rapid pace. If it makes you feel any better, for I believe at least the last thousand and so years, you know, give or take a few. Yeah, people have like at the year one thousand, people were like, the end times are here. This is it. Yeah, guys, this is it. We've done it. So this is, you know, I mean, something that people think a lot. It frequently looks that way, which doesn't mean that it's not happening now. It just means that life hurts. Hmm. But it, it, usually, it usually has a little less of a frequency yeah, than the I last mean, two months. Yeah, I mean, things do seem different. <laughs> this book is dope. The story is interesting and the art is gorgeous. Do yourself a favor and check it out. All kidding aside, yeah. Australia has bushfires every year, but never anything like this. It's been a crazy, scary summer. Mm, yeah. The loss of life has been staggering, especially the unprecedented numbers of animal life lost. Mm -hmm. Australia is going to take time to recover from this. Hey, have you guys reviewed Brown Fury yet? I had mentioned to Bobby Baxter that you were going to review it, but I had not heard it, and I thought I might have missed it. If you haven't done it, get to it, you slack bastards. What's Always enjoy the podcast, both spoiler alert and gutter talk. Keep up the stellar work. Carl Carls, a.k.a. the self-appointed 2000 A.D. Tribble. I like how he just he yeah, claims yeah, yeah. it and takes it. And he put self-appointed in there, so we know. Yeah, it's you like know, when you say it's coming from. Right. Un unauthorized sequel. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's a, it's 2000 AD. It's a different, you know, it's like a British thing. He's Australia's kind of, the accents are well, similar. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh I want to just give you enough rope. <laughs> um, the last guy, did we ever figure out what 
kind of like shipping schedule that was because it was it was something like number one of book one, right? Uh huh. But I was wondering like, how is that going to be collected? Because because we were waiting for like as he so wonderfully put, we were waiting for kind of feedback because uh-huh. it was. Mm. I think it was like a crazy week that all that came out and it was a black label book that wasn't the Joker, but we didn't read it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have no yeah. idea. We looked at the first issue, I think. And last Scott, I think so. I didn't even look at it. Did we not? No, no, but, oh, there, right. but there was a lot of, there was a lot of, uh, medieval sword and sorcery stuff Although, for a little yes. while, like Crone and Unbound. Yeah. And, now that yeah. a listener has specifically requested, we look at yeah. it. Yeah. Let's do it. We're contractually yeah. obligated. That's I think true. So. What issue are they even on? That is true. Uh, three or four. 52. I think 7852. It's been going on for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, why yeah. I've never heard of it. I mean, it's the last god, so you want to get the most out of it. Editor's note, upon working on this episode, I realized that we didn't actually answer your question, Carl Carls. Uh, we did not review the book yet that you sent us. Uh, I'm going to make us do it for this next week. And uh, we certainly hope that everyone uh, with you is safe Um and that you're doing all right in Australia. And I uh, hope the fires go out soon. Jesus. Awful. Okay, bye. Uh, let's get started with this week's books. Amazing Spider-Man number 38 by Nick Spencer and Iban Coelho. Uh, Diamond has this to say. J. Jonah Jameson kicks off his new life as a podcast host and his first guest, Spider-Man. JJJ and Spidey have been on pretty good terms for a while now, so it seems fitting that JJJ needs to sabotage it and put the city entirely in danger, right? Hmm. Don't miss my podcast with Jonah. Uh, this, I don't think that's the correct no, I description thought you for this. were joking. I heard out of the corner of my ear a <laughs> J, <laughs> yeah. J and then podcast, and I thought you, for some reason, chose to make some did weird we, joke about this podcast. Did we no. accidentally read 2039 or 41 or something? This is number nope, 30. No, is, I think well, that here's what, none of okay, that happened. So what happened, what did happen in this book, right, yeah. is that J. Jonah Jameson has been contacted by Nora Roberts, I believe is her name, who is, she's been around for a few years now, and she's kind of a dickbag, <laughs> and so she has started her own quote-unquote news website. Which is basically one of, uh, let's say, I don't know, just for two. I'm just going to take two random words. Hmm. I'm not even going to think about it. it. I don't know. Bleeding and cool. Let's just say bleeding and cool. (laughs) We just take those two words. We mush them together. Dot com. Right? Hmm. So she's starting a site kind of like that. And um, it's basically just a bunch of clickbait. And even J. Jonah Jameson is like, geez, (laughs) this is a little, I'm not... It's not really my bag, all of this lying, even though it kind of is. Um, well, this new so version of thing. Jonah has I always thought seen he, the error of his ways. He believed it, though. You know what I mean? Like, he believed that Spider-Man was a threat or a menace, you know? And mm-hmm. that was wrong, and he was always jerk about it. Yeah, and but, I, I, yeah. I think I think the analogy is actually closer to TMZ. Yeah. It's, it's literally yeah. called TNM. Threats and Menaces. Yeah. Threats and Menaces, yeah. 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 I'm just, um, I was just being, you know. And I think just, I really liked that, that analysis of... Uh, you know, click-driven news mm-hmm. or or incentivized, um, like outrage and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I of it was cool. Yeah, cool it, was, it was. It was um interesting and sad. It feels yeah, yeah it feels gross it's to read. Yeah. So real. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um, but I do like that. Even JJJ is like, this seems bad. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if yeah. I'm into this. So I think this is the start of that story wherein he has a podcast, maybe. Because I haven't read for. What, we're on issue 38. God, I haven't read in uh, like... The last one I read was 30... The the crossover with 
with uh, 2099. So no, I didn't read uh, any of that. I, I read the Absolute Carnage. I haven't oh, even right, gotten right. to Absolute Carnage in, in the the main series yet, so I'm even further behind. It's, it's like two issues of him fighting the Red Goblin. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the issue? Uh, it was cool. Like I liked the the art was cool. It seemed like pretty classic Spider-Man stuff. Um, I like that one splash page of him right when he's leaving the bank, mm-hmm. I assume. That was cool. And uh, I always think it's fun to try to explore these things that uh, you would assume would never have, you know, the in this case, J. Jonah Jameson, knowing who he is and maybe more importantly, being in support of him. Mm-hmm. I remember when he exposed his identity during Civil War, I thought that would have been a cool opportunity for Jameson to be like, oh, yeah. I know you, Peter Parker. Yeah. You're cool. And they went the opposite direction. And mm. um, yeah, he was pissed. He was like, oh, Peter's been lying to me the whole time. Yeah. You know. In Ultimate, they did the like. They, they did. did that, I like that. Where yeah. he was just like, I didn't realize this boy. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. 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 I like it when he, you know, like sees the light and whatever. Yeah, that's, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I. There were I, there was nothing wrong with I it was this was fine yeah I uh, thought that too nothing yeah. and this is this is kind of why this is one of the reasons why I kind of almost fell off this book um, literally nothing wrong with it it is entertaining hmm. but it just does nothing for me hmm. for a while it was the Ryan Otley art that was kind of keeping me there yeah. um, I really really liked the dynamic with um, with Peter and um, Black Cat for a good handful of issues yeah. there was a lot of really fun stuff but then it just it just started moving further and further away from that, and I just, yeah, this was just fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um, uh, as, the- as a longtime Spidey fan, you know, I still enjoyed it. Uh, I like that I, the Chance is back. Um, I don't know who that is. Is he? Yeah, I was wondering too. Is he actually up to no good, or is he undercover up to no good? He's up to no good. He's up to no good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. No, he's he's a bad guy. He's. Okay. We don't even know if he's really all that bad, but he's really. <clears throat> He's irascible, and he's like always. Um, he's just he's addicted to gambling. That's uh, I got gotcha. his whole his whole thing. Okay, um, he showed up. I want to say during the Michelini run with a Todd McFarlane cover. I'm not sure. Yeah, David. I think it was Dave Michelini and Todd mm. McFarlane. Um, I don't know if it was his first issue, mm-hmm. but that's the one that I was introduced in back mm. in the '90s. Um, Wait, so which one's Chance? Chance is the guy with the the big weird helmet. Goggles. Oh, I thought the. Oh, I thought you were talking. Sorry, that's not who I was asking about. The guy who's with Silver Sable. Oh no, I don't know. Oh, okay. I also okay, know cool. yet. I also, Foreigner, that's his name. Yeah, he's, uh, a, he's a long time Spidey. Is he? Yeah, but I, I okay. don't know much about him. So I, I got confused because I'm, I'm reading um, the Captain America run, and there is a character referred to as the Foreigner that mm. was bad and then got killed. Oh. So I was like, I, is this the same thing? I What's happening? Right I wasn't there? even sure if that was just that could be his name, like, Foreigner. Yeah, like, like Steve Richard Foreigner. Foreigner. Well, I was gonna say. Either one, like Jim Foreigner. Yeah, like Jim. Jim Foreigner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Steve wasn't quite right. Yeah, Richard didn't do it. (laughs) I like, I like this thing they set up here where because you know I like when they set up little secret things that we didn't know about for the supervillains as a little mini society. So like the bar with no name was a bar that only supervillains would kind of hang out Mm -hmm. at. The Taylor guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. A little peek behind the sausage, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) The Taylor, especially. Yeah. We so, moved you to the right out of the line. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically a, uh, the sports book. And so what this is is villains who like to gamble are gambling on superhero activities, uh, like the length of a fight, mm-hmm. how much collateral damage it's going to mm-hmm. take, uh, who's who's going to win. And even then they're like, well, I mean, I guess you could vote against the, the good guy, but right. like they generally come out on top. So right. you know, there's a whole bunch of other things that you could gamble on. Um, so 
they've got a bunch of drones and cameras all over everywhere to mm. just hone in on these things and you could watch a live feed. So I think that's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, this is fun. Oh, so basically, he's working with his sister, Teresa Parker, yeah. who I don't know if you guys remember, there was a Mark Wade OGN maybe mm -hmm. five, six years yeah. ago. Family business. Family business. business. And um, it was revealed that Pete has a sister, sort of, and then she's a full not, sister. Not his sister, but no. then kind of a sister. I don't. I forget how that ended up, but okay. they basically said Peter Parker's sister. Not rela okay. not related, but they agreed on a familial bond. Oh. Like yeah. they thought they were related for long enough that they're yeah. like, well, yeah. right. does she yeah. have powers? Just no. regular. She's just a yeah. super spy. No person. Okay. Yeah. Um, so no I person. like that she, she's his uh, man she's in the chair, <laughs> yeah. basically. Um, yeah. It, would, is it believable that Peter would be so stupid? What was what? And literally tell J. Jonah everything. I guess at right this there point, in the moment. I guess he's he like. He's used to telling people that he's already taken into his confidence things and mm -hmm. trusting that they will know what not to say. So he's, I think he's trying to find his boundaries with JJ. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he's like, and maybe needed to clarify. Oh, I thought like, I could trust you, you with this, this, this super secret information. And then right. he he wrote about it for his new website job. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, he's excited. He thinks he's helping. I did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I, did. Yeah. I win. Now look at me. <laughs> Um, you're welcome, Spider-Man. And he's like, fuck you, dude. Come yeah. on. I think if Shit. you just tell him, like, look, these are the kinds of things that you can't say yeah. now yeah. that you're in the know, uh -huh. it'll be all right. Yeah. I'd, also, uh, for the gambling stuff, he then, like, after the deal is made, Chance releases these drones, and he's like, I thought I'd spice things up a little bit. Yeah. It's like, is that, does yeah, that not invalidate like, the it's bet It's almost like entirely? they're villains. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they but he's not even, <laughs> he's, like, pretty upfront about it. Yeah. You know, so he's like, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. You're hoping for the the honesty and illegal gambling. Yeah. Uh, it would be the nice. real sportsmanship. Yeah. I, you know but, what? The, you just you just said something too, like figuring out your boundaries with JJ. with Jay Jonah. Mm -hmm. That was in this in this run. They told that story 10, 15 issues ago. With um with Jay Jonah's um the mayor was giving him an award and Spider he asked Spider Man to to give it to him and then they had their own little like buddy adventure and it was literally about how much you can or can't trust jay jonah mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. this kind of information and the truth so like i don't know I, is that retread yet well see i don't think this is a can you trust jonah mm -hmm. thing i think this no, is a boundaries like, establishing boundaries with him yeah well, okay. I mean, well, we'll, I we'll see how always, it goes i we guess we always have that yeah. friend who well i hope you don't but a lot of people have a friend mm -hmm. that's uh you keep having to have that conversation with huh. because he's so gung-ho mm. yeah you know? oh, maybe is he me? is big. I mean, he's over he the really top. He really thinks he's helping, too. It's me, isn't yeah. it? He's very happy. Ooh, yeah. yeah, we keep having this Shit. conversation, and you just blank it out of your memory yeah. <laughs> every time. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to hear the truth. That's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> when it's this bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's continue with Batman number 87 from DC Comics by James Tinney and the Fourth and Gillum March. The Riddler has been lying low since his humiliating defeat as part of Bane's army, but as costume assassins start to make their way into Gotham City, Edward Nigma may have the answers he's been looking for, or at least the answer to why Deathstroke is trying to kill him. Is it possible that Batman's tussle with Slade Wilson was all just a ruse to get the killer closer to his true target? Did that happen in this book, too? Maybe I'm not reading the right books. This feels Wait, weird. Wait, uh, tangentially. Yeah. All right. Like the, the last scene, kind of, because Slade is kind of acting out of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they all get captured. Um, there's basically yeah. like what five or six assassins who get captured. Yeah. Five of the top assassins. Is one of them Ross Al Ghul? No. He yeah. Who's but they, that dude with the button chops? Um, they gave him a name in the last issue, right. so it was like it's two established and then like three new 
guys that I've never met okay. before. Okay, cool. The guy with the bandana on his face, the guy with the mutton yeah. chops. Yeah. Okay, cool. What did you guys think of this book? Um, I liked it a lot. Mm. I sort of coming off of the Tom King stuff. I'm excited mm. that things are happening, mm. um, and I like that there's some action involved. Um, I like Gillen March's art quite a bit. So I think he's got really dynamic pages and panel layouts and. Um, I like his figures. It's really engaging to watch. Like even when there's just conversation happening, I find myself drawn in by the artwork. And um, yeah, there's a lot of action to this. Now I know Noel, mm-hmm. you, didn't, you didn't like it so much. Hmm. Um, I thought it was there's a lot of samey, and the art didn't really do anything for me. Hmm. Um, this, I ha- everyone everyone's got preferences. Hmm. Um, there's a certain style uh, of comics. Like that kind of feels mid to late '90s mm-hmm. that I don't care for. Mm. It's not my wheelhouse. That's when I moved away from mm. reading superhero comics, like the independent kind of influence, like Image. Well, I mean, kind it's when they were when yeah, they were yeah. here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't go there either. Right, right. Um, and this just kind of feels like the story kind of feels like that. The 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 art kind of feels like that, and that's honestly that most of New Fifty Two felt like that and it just it, it's not hmm. i don't like it hmm. okay. yeah it's just not my preferred Too dark or and that's a, um it's not really anything that i can truly quantify it's the style that i don't prefer hmm. yeah it's not that it's too dark it's not that hmm. it's too light it's not that it's too cheesy it's not that it's too cheesecakey it's it's just i just don't care for it huh. yeah, yeah and tony daniel started it and gillam march just kind of just going with that style book uh hmm. to to keep this run on track the story feels samey I don't like the character designs of of either the Penguin or the Riddler. I think they're a little gross, a little weird. They do um, that. You know, there's always that thing that you can do with a Batman villain where it's either they're regular-looking people with some mm-hmm. costumery or that kind of thing, or they'll go the other way. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, not all of them, but Penguin or Killer Croc, you know, and they'll make the choice to, like, yeah, make them almost mutants. And I think I had mentioned to JD last night, too, like, it, it, there's a there's a tone to it that just feels, like, edgy, but yeah. fabricated edgy. And I truly lost kind of – so we've, we got this new, like, bat plane car crawler thing that we still haven't really seen completely yeah, yet. Yeah, it's the always bat far um, away. Or... But what we did get to see was – a. Fucking luge. The bad luge. As soon as that happened, yeah. I was like, fuck this book. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Just Brave and the Bold? Batman Brave and the Bold? Yeah, you mean the joke cartoon? Yeah. That yeah. was adorable because like, it was a joke? Yeah, they're like this Silver Age homage one yeah. where they, uh, uh, I think Batmite is trying to cancel it mm-hmm. so he we can get a darker cartoon. And he has them do all of the like multiple toy things. And one of them is the bat luge. Oh, that's funny. And he's like, get low and let's go. This is ridiculous. Oh, it was great. I, yeah, I actually I forgot about the bat luge. Yeah. I, when that happened, too, I was like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Also, it, it doesn't seem to have a huge advantage because he just drops out of the sky, right where he would have dropped out of the sky if he wasn't in the loot. You know, like uh-huh. what well, about like, his gliding first wings? Of all, first of all, he he dropped out of the sky, rolls down a building, yeah, grapples onto a crane to get onto the road at the right like velocity, but then has no other. Like he's just strapped to his back. Yeah, I don't get this. It's a weird. And I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's fun. Um, hmm. 
I, there's, there's a part of me that kind of laughs at Bat Luge. And I go, he's into right, the Bat Luge? So this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the vibe we're doing? The Bat yeah. Luge? Okay, cool. Right, but yeah. uh, to me, to me, to my sensibilities, the joke doesn't match with the style of the book. Hmm. Uh, if if you're going to take it as like a, a joke or because uh, Batman's got everything and like that's, that's, the, that's the punchline. Kind of yeah. The mm. style of the story being told does not match mm. that punchline for me. So mm. it's just it's It a just feels like over the top uh, action movie. Mm. Had, had uh, they Fast and the Furious. Had thing. they introduced this in don't don't invoke Fast and Furious. You know I love those movies. Um, <laughs> but it, you also if, know they're ridiculous. And I, you do, agree. I do. I <laughs> do because the entire style of of the whole presentation mm-hmm. is in line with the ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is you know naked Joker with spines coming out of his back, um, mutilating things and and Penguin mutilating things, and then all of a sudden Batluge. Yeah. I think those two things aren't tonally consistent. There's a, there's a grotesquery. But, to how about this? The if 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 the Bat Luge was introduced in a book like Batman Universe, mm-hmm. it that would fit. More, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. would, it would fit, yeah. and it would like feel yeah. like, of course, he's got a like, luge. Oh yeah, yeah like, that makes perfect yeah, sense. Very Silver Age. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the art style has a lot to do. You know, it's like a rough, not quite gritty, but like down. You know, like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, exactly. No. But it's that. No. Uh, no. The. I disagree. I disagree about the. I don't know. Late nineties art down? style. No. Uh, you know, like that was uh, style over substance. Th- this Gillum March has substance. Everything is there. All the building blocks are there. All the work is put in. I have liked Gillum March before. Mm. Like yeah. uh, his his run on Catwoman with um, Judd Winnick was beautiful. Mm. Oh, um, was that? Was Cat, did he do the New Fifty Two Catwoman? Yeah, I think yeah. so. That was good. But I think that this is just the style book that was established by Tony Daniel, and he's being consistent. Like okay. there's a little mm. bit of there's like cross hatching and weirdness that I don't remember being in Gillum March. Cross hatching, yeah, yeah, yeah like what you, in his face, just straight hatching. Oh, just straight hatching, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, just excessive lines. Okay, yeah, it's very liney. I love, and the way I think he draws that's that what cape. Oh, the, the cape, cape is cool with the ah, with the, the cape is awesome. The yeah. ripples in it, kind of. Yeah, look at that. That is ah, cool. It's great. Um, it has a, a thickness, yeah. to it, a you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A texture to it. Yeah, I mean, I think the, it's the heavy lines that is truck, giving it that sort of. Sketchy, yeah, maybe, gritty. I'm not an of. artist. Maybe I used the wrong term. Sorry. Uh, but this, I did feel the weight of this hit. Ooh. Like, there's a lot of really good pieces in this. It's just of a whole that I don't hmm. find appealing. What hmm. is her name? That is Cheshire. Cheshire, yeah. right. Oh, from Young Justice. Yeah. yeah Secret um, Six. For me, Young Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's um, in it. Yeah, he yeah. lets her get hit by a Mack truck. Yeah, I was... And I don't think and she has any sort right. of like durability. Well, kind she of must because look at how she hits that Mack truck. Yeah, the Mack truck itself is splintering. And she doesn't seem so put out. Right. <laughs> you know, she's a little like, put she's out. She's not all right, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Like she looks like she'll she'll be all right yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, oof. Ooh, ouch! I hope, yeah. I hope she's got some sort of power because <laughs> just she's murdered. Yeah. So I the in the the I do not like that last panel that you have right there. Oh, uh, with I the hate penguin. That. That's yeah. It's grotesque. His Uzi umbrella and the weird yeah. collar of uh, the the Uzi umbrella is again. I felt almost out of place as much as I love that era of Batman. Mm. Just like the Batluge, it kind of feels like this penguin. Isn't necessarily the one that would put an umbrella on top of his umbre- uh, yeah. Uzi. Yeah. I mean, he is because they're telling the story. But and it's it's funny too. Like all the 
<laughs> this 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 penguin has had a midlife crisis. He's tired of hiding his weapons, and he's just he's yeah. converted to just putting umbrella tops on weapons. <laughs> on weapons, yeah. Yeah. yeah, as they are. Because like, like he's a regular yeah. umbrella that shoots things. It's literally <laughs> a gun on It's it. literally just gun handles with yeah. umbrella yeah. tops in case it's no raining. officer. It's just an umbrella. Yeah, in case yeah. it's raining and he's just angry at the clouds. <laughs> this makes no sense. Yeah. How's he gonna shoot yeah. up at those clouds? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh. Now, okay, I liked it. Noel didn't like it. Brian, where do you sit? I felt, okay, so I also, you remember there was some issue with issue 86, I guess, for me? So I didn't read it when all you guys did. Mm-hmm. So this is, I was coming into part two of the story. Oh, yeah, so, so 86? Yeah. yeah. So I was like simultaneously slightly put off by that, but also more forgiving because I was like, well, maybe this is something that wasn't, you, you know, know, that kind of thing. To be completely fair, too, I think that this is getting some residual, um, uh, unsatisfactory feelings for me because it's 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 like Justice League is also bleeding into this. Like oh. I've been I've been kind of mm. living in this mm. perpetual, uh, big story dark style. Yeah. between Tinian Scott and Scott. Well, Tinian's been co-writing yeah. Justice League uh, for a while did too. I miss, is there a big a big crossover? No, no, no. It's no, just, just in it's his just mind. Style. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's just it's just type of storytelling where it's just like uh, dark and big and uh, yeah. look at all these big ideas. Yet there's no real yeah. connective tissue, and it's just it's yeah. exhausting. I'm st- I'm technically still exhausted oh. from Justice League, and yeah, this is just kind of more of the I, same. I could see how that may correlate. I did. I was just like, mm, fun little Batman story. Yeah, like, he's going I, up against assassins. I think for me, the seems small to me. The uh, like art detail kind of put me off. Is my like ultimate? Yeah. yeah it. And not in any particular thing. Like individual panels are cool. Mm-hmm. It's well done. It's just it's not your vibe, the Batman babe. story. Not my vibe for Batman. Yeah. I get like I could see enjoying it for some other type mm. of story. I don't know. Whereas and, I think it's perfect for Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, it's there we go. As if we have different opinions as human beings, should we fight huh. about it? I hate it. Yeah. We're gonna right. keep going until you all agree with me. Guardians of the Galaxy number one by Al Ewing and Juan Cabal. Diamond has this to say. Once they were a team of misfits. Now they're a family and they've earned their peace. But the universe is not a peaceful place and it's only getting worse. The great empires are in turmoil. The rule of law is dead. And amidst the chaos, the gods of Olympus have returned. Harbingers of a new age of war reborn to mark to burn their mark on the stars themselves. Someone has to guard the galaxy, but who will accept the mission? Ah. Uh, so the Guardians of the Galaxy are back. They're having a fucking a barbecue, I guess, and they're like, we should rest. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Right. Sneak I mean, off into the night. For a second, I thought maybe, yeah, maybe this comic of... is just issue, no, series of oh, just yeah. them hanging out at their yeah. homes, Eating, <laughs> enjoying life, you know. Laughing about turkeys and their weird skins. Yeah. yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was, again, the way I felt about Amazing Spider-Man is the same way I felt about this. Mm. Uh, I'm a Fairweather fan of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Every so often, if there's an interesting writer or an interesting story, I'll tune in and give a shit. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I'm like, nah, this is fine. Mm. And I felt that about this. Um, I like that they are finally at a point where they're like, we're a, we're a family. We're yeah, not just like nice. yeah, yeah. a ragtag group of misfits. Yeah. We've, we've sort of love each other now. And um, I like that Rocket Raccoon's wearing a, a smart little suit. Yeah, looks good in that suit. And um, oh, we've got we've got new additions to the sh- to the show. We've got Marvel Boy. Mm. Yes. 
and some other people who aren't named. Uh, was that Moon Dragon, Marvel Boy? Who is that? Is that Philavel? Philavel. I don't know who you're looking at. Philavel. Philavel. Philavel and Moon Dragon. These these versions of the characters are from an outfit. Is great. And her sword. She's looking good in that in that costume. They're alternate versions of the characters. So they're both dead. Philavel and Moon Dragon. But who's Philavel? Who's Philavel? So she was. No, she is the daughter right. of yeah, yeah. She was a. I did a quantum band. I thing. Yeah, there was yeah. a quantum band. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was Quasar, but she has also been, uh, I think, Captain Marvel. She was. She may have existed before, but came to prominence for me anyway in the Annihilation stuff. Ah, I think yeah. the second Anni- Annihilation Conquest. Well, Some, the second uh, yeah. Annihilation Conquest. She, her, both of these characters who have been in a relationship, every version of them. Um, Moon Dragon and Philavel? Yeah. Cool. Um, both of them were in Abnett and Lanning's run and were part yeah. of the, the Guardians. And yes. then the whole Cancerverse stuff happened and they died. They died during that? Yeah, they're, they're, were they? okay. they're gone. They're, they're dead in 616, but these, oh, okay, right. like, the I last run. I was reading that during that time, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, the Johnny Cates run kind of brought them back mm-hmm. in a black hole. Kind of, oh, no, not uh. the Johnny Cates run. Jerry Duggan did okay. in Infinity Wars. Oh, he's writing this, right? No, this is Alan He wrote Ewing. something else this week. Yeah. 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 I, I read all Guardians. So I, I like the I, Guardians. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're in so the I, trenches. Um, and Even since the old, like, from the future, I was super into those Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. The and, 3000? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, really? That wasn't for me. So yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been on Guardians since Abnett and Lanning. Okay. So just uh, the whole modern version of the okay. Guardians. I've been Did you reading. read the Annihilation stuff that brought them together? Yeah. Awesome I read all series. that. Awesome Everyone series. tells me it's so good. You know I mean, there's so many like, mini you know cosmic stuff. Skip it yeah. and just start the Guardians run because it's mm. it's literally like a spine book for all the aftermath of, of Annihilation. Mm. And mm. then it, it'll lead him into Conquest mm. and he'll probably like it because it's got like a footing. Could be, yeah. Whereas that was all my of that Conquest. Yeah, all of that Conquest yeah. stuff started with disparate one shots yeah and and little f- four issue minis of yeah. a bunch of like disparate characters that just became a thing whereas yeah. everything after that was there was like a drax mini that i read there was a star lord mini yeah. that was, was that was like, yeah I, gave up. I was like forget it but i'm in the original annihilation i think kind of led into that's what i'm talking about yeah uh, were there other yeah there were things oh, before okay. annihilation that were leading uh, into really? annihilation and yeah. i was like i should read all of it it was no, all it was all yeah. keith yeah. it was uh, keith, keith Giffen Giffen. And, yeah yeah well back to this yeah sorry how did you like this um it's less funny like i remember the jerry duggan one where like star lord had a beard and it was like really jokey and they did big crazy things like their spaceship was galactus and in order to like because they were I remember there. It was like a, a planet that they were trying to steal. The entire planet was secured, mm-hmm. right? It's and a so big it, planet, yeah. Yeah, and in order yeah. in order to steal the thing on the planet, mm-hmm. Galactus shows up, huh. and then after everyone escapes because they think they're about to eat the, yeah, the yeah. world, yeah. they come out because it's apparently their ship. Smart. Yeah, it's a Galactus yeah. ship. And yeah. I was like, big yeah. crazy fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this, we're like living in nowhere. I'm in the yeah, celestial head. Yeah. yeah, and then with um, this talking. So oh, yeah. So there was the the Duggan run, and then. Donny Cates had this for about twelve issues, and mm-hmm. that was that was a little darker. It was a little bit more PTSD kind of focused, where they mm-hmm. were all like dealing with tons of shit. But mm-hmm. being as we are both big Cates fans, it was, at this it point, was fun. Should I, um, is it worth Catesing? It's mm. it's it's good. Mm. Like it, it um, nothing nothing big happened. It was like a really good placeholder run. Like it's only twelve issues. Mm. It's it's one kind of main adventure and that's that but like uh some really interesting stuff happens with rocket where he's they, they talk about it here where yeah. he's almost dead that's all oh, that, that was in that yeah, yeah the, those 12 issues it's a really okay. good like yeah. little digestible chunk of 12 issues but oh, uh real quick to fully answer your question Philavel is the daughter of marvell but not like it was like some kind of genetic thing or the so. marvell who died of cancer 
Yeah. Okay. And I think maybe when Janice Bell was around, she was introduced at that time. Yeah, Janice Bell's the one who went crazy. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, that was a good, that was a really good comic. But and she ends up getting like a, a hard light sword and becomes Quasar. And oh, so like, oh, she's in that cosmic realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So there. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I forgot all that. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, what I was going to say was I, I've read all of that and I don't recognize these characters at the start of this. I don't really know. Hmm. I don't really get Gamora's perspective. Oh, you okay. I don't it's recognize surprising. the characters. It's the characterization is yeah. off to you. Yeah. I don't remember. So at the end of one run, Drax was dead, and then a bunch of clones of Drax came back, and I forgot how that turned yeah. out, but we've got Drax back, which mm. is fine. He's kind of a doof as opposed to what he was like before. Gamora being the ever-loving peace one kind of throws me off a little bit. Um because last time I read it, Drax was the one who was trying to be peaceful. Yeah. He found, like, Zen. Um, oh, Nova nice. balling up in the corner when talking about the stuff that they're facing. Who? He said, also, he said he died and came back. I don't. Oh, yeah. And I, so yeah. that Th- might there's be. A, there's yeah. a lot of really, it's, if that's the case, this this issue, even though I liked it because I am familiar with all these characters, mm-hmm. feels like everything that was important in mm-hmm. this book happened in other books, and uh, this is just like yeah, an in-between. Because yeah, yeah. even the big bad happened in a, a miniseries right. a year ago. So, yeah, oh, yeah. is that where they came from? There the, was the Mark the Wade, Greek Al Ewing, um, yeah. Nope, and Zub, I think, maybe. Um, huh. uh, no Surrender and No Road Home. Okay. And so at the end of that, basically, um, well, in the beginning of that, the Olympus gods were killed. Mm. Hercules' friends were all murdered. Hmm. And so they, at the end of that series, they're all reborn. Huh. And so now they're real angry. Yeah, yeah. things don't seem to have they're worked re- out for the best. Yeah, yeah they're Their costumes the, are cool, though. They are oh, cool. they're yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it, but I think that's just it. Like, this feels like, um, instead of this feeling like, I consider Guardians to be a flag a potentially flagship title like for the cosmic side of for the cosmic marvel. side yeah, yeah like yeah. this should be avengers for co- for marvel cosmic yeah oh. this feels mm-hmm. like an in between book mm-hmm. and it's just taking pieces like maybe maybe it'll turn into something a little bit bigger and it'll be like the spine of marvel cosmic but right i also now- enjoy how there is continuity to it and how oh, yeah, the yeah. way i've been enjoying donny cates and uh, Jason Aaron not technically working together, but working mm. off of each other. Yeah, I yeah. think is very cool, and I think maybe this has elements of that. Like it feels like it's lived in. It feels like it's part of the Marvel universe as a whole. Right. Everyone's coming from somewhere to go to somewhere else, mm-hmm. uh, and so I enjoy that aspect of the mm-hmm. Marvel universe. And um, and we and wouldn't I, I feel say, like I'm catching up as I'm going. Yeah, and, and we wouldn't say of like, you know, the Beyonder or or some other villain like oh but they are were created in another comic yeah. you know what i mean so maybe this is the second story that these reborn greek gods are in well this is their first story really that yeah. they're actually in yeah that's just showed so, up at yeah. the last one and this is like their okay. debut like their okay. big coming out party we're gonna oh, murder yes. everything yeah 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 <laughs> um oh you know what so marvel boy he says <laughs> that costume listing yeah jesus um he's so he's listing his Wait, really? did you say a good co- he has a good costume? No, it's terrible. Oh, okay. No, I right. hate it. He's got, sh- he's got bike shorts. He does. Yeah. Uh, and little fingerless gloves, I believe, as well. Well, I mean, when, um, you, when you blow explosive fingertips... Yeah, you don't want to have fingered gloves. But you do still want gloves. So anyway, so he's listing his abilities, and he says he has a you know a re- an area right around him where physics are whatever he wants them to be, and he calls it something like his battlefield zone. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. physics can be whatever you want. And you call it your battlefield zone. <laughs> you do anything. Yeah. Like why I, just battle stuff? I do. You well, know? first, like this is all 
um, Grant Morrison, Grant Morrison <laughs> weirdness that yeah. he sure. just decided, like, sure. you know what, right. we're gonna swerve into it. Yeah, LSD yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I yeah. do, I do appreciate him giving his pronoun. Yeah, that was oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right, cool. It's yeah. Time for thunder round. Thunder round. <laughs> hey, Brian. Hi. What is a thunder round that people may be asking? Oh, well, if they were asking, mm-hmm. then they're in luck. A thunder <laughs> round is a 60-second uh, a uh, period of time in which one of us discusses a comic, uh-huh. and uh, and it, it, at the end of that 60 seconds, it's done. It never, done. Yeah, that's it. Never it to be never spoken goes of over. again. Yeah. Never, yeah. We forget I, it immediately. We don't, you don't we even record it. that part, right? Actually, <laughs> and then you just come actually, back right yeah. after. We actually cool. set fire to the books we talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and done. Which is very expensive on our tablets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Noel, you're up first with The Mask, Pledge Allegiance to the Mask by Christopher Cantwell and Patrick Reynolds. You got 60 seconds. Go. Yeah, this is a really interesting book that kind of came out of nowhere. And by nowhere, I mean it didn't. Like it's an established property, a dark horse, but it hasn't been used in a long time. Um, I think people just only think of the movie that's like madcap and funny and cartoonish. The Mask is actually a really dark, nasty book, um, and he is the villain for the most part. Big Head is a murderer that is awful. Um, this is a not too, not thinly veiled at all, um, kind of a referendum on our current state of politics and who we elect into office and it ends really dark and it's really nasty and it's so obvious that i don't know if it's brilliant or uh (laughs) terrible but it's but it's worth reading it's only four issues it's it's very interesting very interesting oh you read the whole thing yeah well i mean the fourth issue came out today but i have been reading it or this week but i have been reading it um uh i would say give it a shot if you're interested in kind of a darker side of comics End of Four round. Four seconds. Round. Well-timed. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good job. Did it, Big Head was from like a while ago, right? I, I understood that the mask changed hands. It, it did. Okay. So Big Head is what they call the mask. Oh, whoever yeah. has the mask. I got you. But, um, but this, is, this is a direct sequel from that original series. So like it's, it's I think it is placed 20 years after Stanley Ipkiss gets the... So in the original series, Stanley mm-hmm. Ipkiss gets the mask, mm-hmm. does a bunch of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend, who he does beat... Uh, gets it from him and then she kills him. Wow! And like, yeah. so there's a lot of shit. That's like, not madcap and fun. No, I've been led to believe otherwise. The fact, like, you know, in hindsight, the fact that they turned it into like a lovelorn cartoons watching yeah, yeah. Yeah. silly guy who Yikes. likes to dance. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's a it's a dark fucking book. I think if I remember, there was a short period of time where somebody had the mask who was more similar to the Jim Carrey one. I don't know if that came before or after the movie. Probably and then you know how after. properties they're like, oh, we but, could um, be this. So this is this is twenty years later. His huh. Stanley Ipkiss former girlfriend uh is actually the mayor of Edge City and oh. she's running for president. Huh. Um they show where the mask has been over the last twenty years, how it kind of switched hands. So you'll see like a scene of uh uh, the the mask killing a bunch of militia members uh, at the border that are being racist, or killing huh. some foster parents who abuse their kids, and then you'll see like it ta- like somebody take it off and then try and get rid of it. Mm. So like it's been it's been Traveling. serving mm. social justice for the last twenty something years, but doing it in an awful horrific oh, right. way, mm. yeah, and yeah. now it's found it's found a sad sack politician who mm. is just like you know what fuck it I think I I think I could be president, and cool. then. Everything transpires. This is really interesting. That book. Sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
That was in 60 seconds. That was 40 yeah. minutes. Well, like I said, <laughs> once the 60 seconds yeah. is over. Yeah. Uh, Brian? <laughs> yes. Far Sector 3 by N.K. Jemison and Jamal Campbell. 60 seconds, go. Uh, I enjoy this book. I like its sci-fi feel. You're the, you know, the particular feel of its sci-fi. Um, I was really into the first issue, and I read two and three today. Uh, and it has not carried the momentum quite as much as I would. You know, like, it hasn't continued to build mm -hmm. in the way that I would like it to. Um, it, it hasn't advanced as much as I would like it to. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm still along for the ride. I... We haven't learned as much about what her deal is with the ring, but that could come in a couple of issues, you know, and be fine. Um, I am frequently reminded when, because they are emotionless in this, you know, and, but for some reason still have motivations and whatever. Like, anytime you try to write an emotionless character, it feels like, but they still want things and are pleased or displeased by things. Um, and it's fine, but, uh, but I am reminded of it frequently. I like the world that's set up, and I'd, I'd continue reading. End of round. Here we are go. We, are we getting better at this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to shorten it. Yeah. 55 seconds. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's, maybe it should Suck. just be you said a random amount of time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whose side are you on? No, no, it's good. I like that. Um, good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's team up time. <laughs> Me and you are going to talk about uh, Black Panther number 20 by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ryan Bodenheim and Daniel Acuna. Mm. And Brian, yeah. I'm going to give Brian the timer. You're going to set a random amount of time. No, no. I have no, no idea. He's going to get 30 seconds. That's no. Good. I was going to say end of round. Us off. One second. Now? Now. Now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I um, I have not been reading this run of uh, Black Panther. This one or the, or the most previous one that Ta-Nehisi Coates has been on. Um, and I jumped in on these last two issues. It is big and colorful and weird it's dense but it's not impenetrable um there is all kinds of really interesting intergalactic craziness that's happening with symbiotes and and future panthers and and insurgents and and they're coming to wakanda prime end of knows half of the route oh my god it's my turn i also have not been reading any of these black panther series ever since tanahazi coach took over i found him a little dry at first uh so i just jumped in with these two issues and i am enjoying it for the most part i think while it's not impenetrable as noel said mm. it's not the easiest you, you don't just glide right in you gotta <laughs> lube up and um uh, like lube man and watchman and uh but it is big and fun and crazy and a lot of things are happening and uh for the most part i am enjoying it the art's real nice i always like when he talks to the history of panthers like the panther end of round ah! oh you wanted a jd you got okay, it. You're ah. right. it's not <laughs> impenetrable but you just gotta lube up a little <laughs> yeah you gotta yeah, you gotta yeah, give yeah. it you gotta be patient yeah. yeah i like that slanty panel the panel design looks really cool as mm. i saw as you were gliding through what <laughs> um so you're sliding in yeah Daniel Acuna, I wish he was drawing this whole book. It's real nice. Hmm. Um, all right, let's move on to Superman number 19 by Brian Michael cool. Bendis and Ivan Rice. Diamond has this to say, one day later, what happens the day after Superman reveals his secret identity to the world, and what repercussions will this decision have across the entire DC universe? Plus, Superman, president of Earth. Wait, what the fuck? Wait, Wait what? 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 I would... This is oh, just as uh, inaccurate wait, as the, the No, yeah, the, the Unity... Unity Day thing. The President United, of the Planets. United Planets. He seems more like the emissary of Earth to the... Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah I mean, President strange. was made the wrong word. I, um, yeah. Do you know the most important part of this book? Yeah, what is it? I was right. <laughs> 
Um, I think I think Len and I I think Len and I had a disagreement that he would continue wearing glasses after, ah. and I was like, no, he doesn't need glasses. Yeah, yeah. He cool. don't he don't wear glasses. Yeah, he wears the suit because that's like the kind of clothes so, he wears. He's going but to there's no disguise. Go to work. Yeah, Take exactly. that, Len. Yeah. Take it, yeah. Len. Uh, other than that, everything was wonderful. This yeah. was so fun. Yeah. It, a, a little easier for him than I anticipated. Uh, I thought yeah. that more people would be mad at him. Uh, I think I thought that um, uh, Perry White. Would it, I would we would at least get a great Caesar's ghost, Kent. Yeah. What have you done? <laughs> Bit of a shock. Um, yeah, but yeah. he's just like, oh nah, bro, it's it's cool, yeah. it's cool. Uh, you're fired. Yeah. And now you're rehired, which I thought was that a strange. That scene was a little weird. I didn't quite get that. Like, it took me a minute. Clark Kent can't work here. You would you like to work here? You can call yourself whatever you want, yeah. including Clark Kent. Yeah, that's I didn't what I that's get. Right, why he was yeah. like. Clark Kent, you're fired. Yeah. But Cal, you're hired. Yeah. Or something. But he's just like, whatever you call yourself, it's right. Then why did you just fire me? <laughs> right. Other than it was a roller coaster, like, Perry. I feel like it was for the lawyers mm-hmm. because uh, the lawyers are all hovering outside watching. Yeah. And so he had to make a show of like, you're fired. Right. But uh, now, based off of everything I know now, right. you're rehired. I yeah, now yeah. would, yeah. with full fire, knowledge, yeah. would like to hire. Yeah. I, still strange. Yeah. It was. It weird. wasn't quite. I think it was. I think it was poorly plotted. Yeah. I, I think mean. had he yeah. just said the Cal thing. And then said you could call yourself whatever you want. It would have been clearer. Yeah. I th- I think what you were saying, like, everybody's cool with it. Yeah. I was thinking that, too, as I was reading it. But then I thought, well, he is Superman. He's Superman. You know? So everybody's yeah. like, well. Are we going to understand know I mean? people being mad at Clark? But once it's right. Superman, right. Like, yeah. all right. Like, all right. So maybe, uh, maybe you shouldn't have done that. But you also did save the world a couple of times. Yeah this month yeah, yeah and I think, I think it's it's illustrated really well with the gossip columnist oh, like who, yeah who yeah who has yeah. she all, reintroduces herself to him right. he's like i know, know you right. your work we're in the same building yeah right. but that was before i knew that you saved my life yeah. like a couple weeks ago yeah. and then also too her she revealed that she had this scoop right about right. superman kissing lois mm-hmm. and because of her respect for superman she hung on to it right mm-hmm. Which I thought was like, that yeah. was, but yeah. I think that is a microcosm of how all of these. So I thought originally too, like he's getting it too way too easy. Yeah, hmm. but that was like a little microcosm as to why he's getting it too yeah. easy. Yeah, because he has saved the city yeah. so many goddamn Almost times. Every single person in the city. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, this, and now they ha- can be like, oh, Superman's this particular guy that there's like a not that there wasn't a face before, but more relatable even. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's like, grounded yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked, really liked, they made the point, um, that, so it has never made sense to me that he's like, I have to keep my secret identity to keep the people around me safe. Other superheroes maybe, but everyone knows Lois Lane and Superman are tied together. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal. It's like, you're not keeping them safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? knows. Right, right. It's right. the worst kept secret. Right. Um, I would ex- anticipate, you know, so many people, I think, probably look up to Superman as a god figure mm. that I'm surprised that there aren't people swarming the building. Yeah. Because now they know where his day job is. Maybe that even, because they do, they do mention that. Maybe that is even a respect thing. Mm. Like, all right, he probably wouldn't want this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, hey, who gave, who gave uh, Harley Quinn keys to the... Hall of Justice. Yeah, we're looking at the double page <laughs> splash where everyone is there to support Superman uh, around the, the, the table. Yeah. And yeah, Harley's there, which I thought was real strange. Azrael, is is he in the Justice League? Is Azrael there? Yeah. yeah he's Wait, the where's Azrael? He's, he's in, in the, the far back. Also, Man oh, yeah. Bat. Yeah. What the well, hell is Man Bat doing there? Yeah, especially in his Man Bat form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it was just, you know, Kirk Lang. Guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, who's the lady next to Man Bat? Mary Marvel? Uh, no, no, it's not. Not at all. Could that be Maxima? 
Oh. I don't know. I don't. She doesn't usually have lightning stuff, no. but I don't know. Oh, anyway. wait. Hang on. There's an. In, there's a little asterisk to be continued in Superman Heroes number one on sale mm-hmm. later this month. It's been pushed back. Oh. Later next like month. A couple weeks, yeah. One of those, I always find that odd, when they do the <laughs> continuation in the middle of the comic. Oh, and they're like, so this weird. part of the story will be branching off over here. Um, maybe, maybe they'll explain the mystery of Man Bat. I do like Probably. this. Uh, <laughs> I like when Mongol shows up. Yeah, Mongol's There's something cool. about him. Yeah. Like, he can just house Superman for some reason. Oh, he's very strong. He's just strong. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But, oh, man, and I love this art. I love it's, Ivan Rice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, 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 he definitely comes from the Alan Davis school. Um, and I just anything that's remotely Alan Davisy, I love. So <laughs> yeah, I think this is great. Um, I think the different inkers have, you know, varying degrees of uh, effectiveness with his art. I don't think Danny Miki is the the proper inker for for soups. That you can definitely tell when it changes in this book. There is one um, panel here too that, as I was reading it, it looked like liquid. It's the one where. Perry has, uh, he's saying, like, look, the Daily Planet's going to be the place where Superman works, mm-hmm. which is also an interesting wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the one, the panel right down from that, like, especially Clark, but also Lois, it looks like they kind of just, like, lose their solidity for one panel. And then, it, you see what I'm saying? No. No? It's in it's in Lois's face a little bit. Yeah, they're just, like, I don't know, a little out of focus in that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think that I have, I have a feeling that's Joe Prado, which I like a hmm. lot. Um, uh, I like I like the um, the realistic bickering of the different heads of of civilizations hmm. and planets. Mm-hmm. Like they're not mad at each other, but it is as awkward as taking all of these um, people from completely different cultures yeah. together. Mm. Mm. Like, they're trying. Even the do- the Dominion is trying. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just Which call dominate. ourselves the yeah. Dominators. They, they, um, they, yeah, they, it's, it's oddly refreshing. Instead yeah. of it being another issue of, like, arguing about blah, they're just yeah. like, it, they're arguing about trying so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I really appreciate. Yeah. 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 Um, I think my favorite little bit in here is the one where uh, back. I'm sorry to backtrack to the conversation with Perry and Lois, mm-hmm. and she's just kind of there on her phone while they're having their yeah. own conversation, and then she doesn't really chime in much until, um, oh, oh, the typos. Because yeah. I, I like that um, Perry's like, well, great, now you can stop handing things in late. Right. And he's like, well, Clark's like, well, I mean, I'm still gonna do that. Right. Um, I mean, also like, sometimes he's speed. out of the galaxy. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like he's um, not around. And he's like, well, what about the typos? And Clark's like, all right, that I actually was doing on purpose right. for solidarity for my wife. And she goes, oh, <laughs> that, that was really cute. Yeah, it's those little moments that I think really add something to the spider, the Superman book as mm. a whole. Yeah, mm. those are my favorite bits of all this. Mm. Yeah, and I, it's similar to the J. Jonah Jameson thing. I like to see this stuff happen. Yeah, you know, the stuff that you're like, how could it be? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman number 750 by Steve Orlando, Gail Simone, Greg Rucka, and more with art by Jesus Marino, Phil Hester, Colleen Duran, and more. An all-star 96-page celebration of the Amazon princess by longtime favorites and acclaimed new voices. In the lead story, Wonder Woman's epic Year of the Villain battle comes to a close, leading the way to new challenges ahead. Additionally, this oversized gem tells tales from Diana's past, present, and future from blah, 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 a bunch of people. So um, uh, I was excited to read this because um, I'm reading the Brian Azzarello Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm like, oh, I just want more of that. I want more, more of that Wonder Woman. <laughs> and... Um, it's fine. Uh, I think uh, most of the stories are pretty okay. Um, I 
certainly wasn't involved in the year of the villain storyline that this wraps up so mm -hmm. i haven't read any mm -hmm. of that i haven't read any of the rebirth super wonder uh, jesus wonder woman <laughs> so i've got no bearing hmm. and um <clears throat> Yeah, it was just like a couple page ending to that. And it was like, oh, Cheetah, I want to help Cheetah. And then there's a couple of stories in here where she's like, I want to help Cheetah. And Cheetah hmm. doesn't want to be helped. Hmm. All right. Like, how many times do we have to see Cheetah not wanting to be helped in this this one, one, comic. This one book? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's two, two it's stories about Cheetah yeah, a little spinning repetitive. her face. Hmm. Um, and then I kind of forgot. I think I got distracted. And I forgot the big deal about this issue was that it sets up at the end dc's new continuity wherein wonder woman is the first hero to arrive on yeah, yeah on she's Earth. the the first public superhero and yeah. reinforces a little bit the doomsday clock stuff of i mean it contradicts it also from what i understand but that uh the well, justice society is is back does, and they started at that in the it 40, does you know, all that it stuff. does neither it doesn't okay. re it doesn't reinforce it but it also doesn't spit in its face so the idea mm. is that um, she say she um, she thwarts a uh, assassination attempt against uh, Roosevelt at the World's Fair in 1939. And it is Diana. It's not because for a while it was Hippolyta. Was it, the okay? It's Diana. Okay. Um, and that happens. She stops a um, a rocket. She's in her old timey uniform, oh, yeah. uh, and then you know poses cool. there with Roosevelt for a little bit. Uh, that is on a newsreel in a movie theater, and the last panel is presumably Alan Scott looking at his, hope oh, maybe newly discovered ring, thinking that hmm. maybe, maybe this could work. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, um, in a way that Doomsday Clock set up that the JSA, <laughs> like that they did inspired, exist. Again, yeah, they existed yeah, and yeah. they inspired yeah, a yeah. young Clark Kent to hmm. put on a costume. Mm -hmm. I think they're kind of making the connection that like this woman showing up in costume kind of inspired that maybe we could do this right, in the public. Right. Just and also is kind of right. like a transitional similar to Superman where for her that maybe is not a costume. Mm -hmm. It's like a uniform oh, yeah, or yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Yeah. Amazonian garb. Yeah. And so but it looks like a costume to the people of nineteen mm forties -hmm. US I, and so yeah. I love, love, love the idea of her being the first superhero, right? Mm. Um she's I guess a, she's immortal. So yeah, so yeah, great. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. Uh, my only qualm with that is mm -hmm. that it Doomsday Clock came out less than about a month ago, right. and so they just are at odds a little bit, um, or not maybe only a not little at odds. though. Maybe they're yeah. not even at odds. Yeah. It's just that it feels that way because we just had this whole thing wrap up for right, Doomsday right. Clock. Um, otherwise, I love the idea hmm. of uh, of a new continuity hmm. and uh, her being the first superhero. I think it's interesting to contrast it to one of the most major continuity resets right after Crisis. One of the big changes was that she was just appearing then, yeah, and so wasn't in the Justice League. So it like originally she starts out she's one of the one of the early ones in the, in mm. you know in the Golden Age, and then in Crisis it's like no, she wasn't part of the founders anymore and then in this one it's the opposite direction mm. where she is now you know in uh, the yeah. previous generation i don't i don't understand <clears throat> I, I i i'd be interested to find out what they're planning on doing with it because they wouldn't have yeah. this mm. so I, I can only compare this to the recent detective comics 1000 and action comics 1000 like those anniversary issues where yeah. they did a bunch of like one shots or a bunch of like little one and done short stories this is different in as much as like you had mentioned they wrap up the previous story arc which i was not reading so like that's that's a rough twenty pages in the front, mm. um, but it was good. But it was like I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Low impact. Um, yeah. yeah. Whereas that yeah. was uh, that was all one shots, or that was all short stories. The other one thousands, and of them all, they ended with a 
either oncoming new creative team or kind of a big this is what's happening now so like mm -hmm. detective comics ended with tomasi's Inter like little short story introducing right. the Arkham Knight, which is what he was That's going right. to roll right into. Right, did, yeah. And mm. action mm. ended with um, Bendis's mm. Rogel Czar thing. Mm. So I assume this, this is, is going to be something. I yeah. would assume it is. I just don't is, know what. I would assume it's related to the movies and the success of the movies firmly well, plant her as a hero like spanning generations. Yeah, but I mean so much as they're going to what continue the next? story. What happens in issue This is something they're going to continue, oh, whether it's going to be right. in a black label book or a separate mm. miniseries or mm. it's what the the Wonder Woman ongoing is going to become. Right, right. And the team that does it is Scott Snyder and Brian Hitch, which I doubt they're going they're to take gonna over. They're not going to be writing 751, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I doubt they're going to be taking over Wonder Woman. Right, so right. I, I just I, Although I wonder about it. I'd be I'd be into that. Mm. Yeah. I would like that's the thing. Yeah. I kind of need I like Wonder Woman. I like the idea of her. I like when she shows up in different things. Mm -hmm. Um and I like different artists take on her, mm -hmm. uh, both artists and writers. Uh but she's a character for me that I need the creative team uh, in yeah, order yeah. to get me onto the book full yeah. time. Um I need think I, need, I would love Scott Snyder and Hitch to be like, We're doing it. Wonder Woman, let's go. Yeah. I'd be like, All right, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. Um for instance, Dead Earth, which only has one issue so far by Daniel Warren Johnson, I saw his name and went, oh, shit, this is going to be cool. Mm. I'll start that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so um, I just kind of need I, that. To, to answer the question, 751 is going to be by Steve Orlando and Jan Dorsema. Mm. It's just the continuation of... Wonder Woman Under Arrest. As she starts to protect her new hometown of Boston, the city wonders who will protect Boston from her. Huh. So yeah, it's, it's a continuation of this first of this chapter. first. So then, what's the? I think I think well, the thing with the last is now without having read it, it seems like it's just a we are positioning Wonder Woman in this way. Yeah, for something coming like, up next, we just don't know what it's going to be. I I got the sense of just like this is her place in the universe now, yeah. and we there's, want you guys to know there's that. There's no way, know. like we've oh, maybe, you've been reading yeah. comics as long as we have. I have. There's no way they're going to just put a bread on the table and walk away yeah. oh no, no I, I just meant like yeah. that multiple like it will show up in like yeah. all aspects of wonder woman now no you know? i think i think uh. well yeah first of all yes. yes right 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 but i think they're gonna tell a bigger right. or different story okay. right they have yeah, there's, yeah. there's no I mean, point in changing deal it about this new yeah like a I mean, time span you know like yeah. takes place in ancient greece but yeah. also now kind you of you even thing. said you read yeah. it in a press release they wouldn't have done that and how, oh no i just read a review of the story and how does this affect the new 52 because the new 52 that was her first meetup right I think the new 52, I mean, my understanding and hope is that the Doomsday Clock has altered that. The new 52 is no longer mm -hmm. what I it am, was. I am no longer sure what's happening in the DC universe. I am not either. My, what I'm thinking is, Head is that in. they, yeah, and and maybe more so than usual. But, so in most continuity changes, it's like, who knows? You know, anything goes. This one involved Dr. Manhattan changing something and then changing it back. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it, I think, is more like, oh, the old continuity is back, but not exactly the same than it yeah. normally would and be. And they made a point saying that all of those little aberrations mm -hmm. of the plot of, have become their own little universe. So yes. New 52 yeah, yeah. still exists, right. will always exist. Right. It just exists over there. Right. Uh, same with Earth 1985. Yeah, same yeah, with, exactly. So, like, yeah. all of these different versions Ooh. of continuity, yeah, yeah. all of these different versions of continuity can still be told stories in with their own histories, yeah. mm -hmm. whereas now this one is potentially this generation was introduced to Wonder Woman before anything else. 
So we're no longer the New 52. This is a brand new continuity. Yeah, I, which may also have more relation to past continuities yeah. than like post-crisis did to Silver Age. God damn it. Maybe. And, oh, and in my like. head canon, I want to just believe that Doomsday Clock is what's going to... I think this, yeah, the strongest story yeah. is what's going to survive. Sure. So all of this dust up about what's mm-hmm. actual continuity mm-hmm. and what's not. Mm-hmm. Six months, two years from... Six months to two years from now, people. I think people are going to be taking yeah. pieces of Doomsday yeah. Clock and making it more real than right now. Yeah, maybe but and it'll settle down to yeah. into a o- continuity. Overall, I, I, yeah. we've not talked about this book at all. I really enjoyed this, uh-huh. save for one short story. There's a bombshell Ugh. short story in and here I tell you, I, that I, agree I hated with you. so hard. I agree with you. I started, when, that, when we got to the bombshell page, the beginning of that story, I was like, oh, you know what? I've been kind of curious about this bombshell stuff. I really like the character designs. Dude. They've got this 1940s, you know, um, oh, yeah. Uh, fighter plane pinup kind mm-hmm. of flair to it. I really enjoy that aesthetic. Uh, maybe maybe this will be the one to bring me in. Yeah. I read the first page and I was like, here we go. I turned the page and I said, fuck it. <laughs> I, I immediately... Wait, I what happened on the second page? It was just... Was... It, I saw a bunch of text boxes. Uh, okay. None of it looked interesting. Uh-huh. It looked very expository. Oh. And there was no real story given. It was just like... I read all of it yeah. and I couldn't even tell you what's happening. It, well, it, it read like a Wikipedia page yes. of, <laughs> of a history I didn't care about. That... Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly. Were there why other I put it bombshell down. stories? Like I don't I know, know. There's statues and whatever. No, no. Right? There's a whole bombshell okay. comic series. Oh, okay. okay. I, there's there's a lot of really there's a lot of really great creative teams in here. These yeah. are these are if if you like short stories about like the you know theoretical nature of a character because mm-hmm. all of these are really I about do like that. <laughs> all of these yeah. are about like the the you know the reasons for her or her her mm-hmm. core beliefs. Mm-hmm. So they're. It does suck that they go to the well too many times for Cheetah, but it well, really does establish her biggest kind of thing that she always loves. She's love. She will, like, yeah, she yeah. is love. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree. And I was trying to think, you were like, there's only two Cheetah stories in there. I was like, I feel, feel like there was at least three. The reason I feel that way is because there is the same exact story called Always by Vita Ayala and um, art by mm-hmm. Amanke Nahualpin, Nahualpin, um, which is awesome. The art is gorgeous. And then I realized it's the same story as With Cheetah. A different character. It's a it's yeah. another woman who's mad at Wonder Woman. They mm. used to be friends. Mm. Now they're enemies, and Wonder Woman still loves her, but she's mad at Wonder Woman. Silver Swan. Same story. Yeah. They yeah. may have it just. Um, <laughs> I always get annoyed when I see people say like, "Ah, oh, it must be bad communication between the creative teams or whatever." Like they yeah. know how these businesses are run. Yeah. I certainly don't. But it could be that not bad communication, just mm. that different writers were like, "Do your thing," yeah. and just happened to be. Like the way that Armageddon and Deep Impact came out in the same yeah, year, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that kind of Bugs thing. Life and uh, and uh, ants, ants, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I think this is solid. But it just, it, I wasn't like super tickled by it. Okay, it was fine. Yeah. Um, Were you I'm wonder even, tickled by it? I was, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm even more disappointed that the next issue isn't picking up the thread at the very end of this issue, and it's going to be just another. It's just more of the the another story or Steve Orlando yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's time for the X marks the X spot corner. King, king, king. Was it really only two? We got Excalibur number six and yeah. Marauders number six. The dates are all wrong in the back again. Two, two of my favorite oh. of the X books currently. Uh, so let's start with Excalibur. Teeny- Wait, that has, because in the beginning you weren't too into Excalibur, right? I wasn't. Ah, wow. all right, cool. Uh, by Teeny Howard and art by Marcus Toe. I agree with you because oh. it's the truth. Ah. Uh, it was one of my <laughs> least favorite of the X books, hmm. and it has grown on me oh, so cool. much that I am super into it. I love nice. uh, 
the the relationship between Rogue and Gambit. I'm mm-hmm. like that they're exploring that. Uh, she they have a whole conversation about wanting a child and not wanting a child, and um, I like uh, Brian Braddock. Yes, he's just kind of a dickhead. With a mustache? No, Jamie, no, Jamie Braddock. Braddock. Jamie Braddock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's a prick. Yeah. And I loved um, Apocalypse Rogue. Yeah. My only question is... It just fades away, it is? It goes away pretty quick. Right. Um, and then Sushan, I was reading it last night on the couch, and Sushan looks over and she sees the scene where they're in a hot tub together, mm. uh, Rogue and Gambit. And she's like, "Are they able to touch? How, how, what's what's going on with that?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I don't know." I, so she can control. She it. So was it's just, like she a has while ago. It. She got control of it, and like when Cable had his own island kind of time. Oh. And I don't know if it's been since then that she can control it or not. Um, I like that they reference the you know like I don't need a bracelet or anything because yeah. I always thought like the X Men run into power dampeners pretty All regularly. Yeah. You know they have Forge around. Constantly like can't they just make one of yeah. it for her? Um, so I like that they touched on that. I, I I'm very much enjoying this book. The only thing I will say is that this sixth issue did feel rushed. You thought so? I, yeah, yeah. But I was enjoy I enjoyed mm-hmm. stuff though, so mm-hmm. it wasn't too terrible. It's just um even the what what JD just said, the fact that like um the last issue ended with this big cliffhanger of Apocalypse being killed. Right. right. Um and Rogue absorbing him completely. Right. So we don't hang on that. For a millisecond, yeah. and we're immediately yeah. in other world, uh, launching an assault. Apocalypse is being reborn, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like it's, it feels like it just they're rushing to the finish line. When mm. I was really enjoying like the the marathon, right? But still dug it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it, it felt like there was a, a couple of shortcuts. Like they they had an agenda to just get through it. Yeah, and maybe that is a um, six issue arc kind of thing. Maybe that you know I think you were supposing that all of these X books would kind of have a first initial six issue art run yeah maybe that has something to do with it um i could see that now i didn't think it at the time but i could see it now that you're pointing it out uh question does apocalypse shoot blasts out of his hands or is that something does rogue have that ability from like i think she did the same with sunfire that she had done with captain marvel in the past and had his abilities for a while um I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. How about how about Apocalypse can do anything? Sure, he does. Um, like he shapeshifts, even though I don't expect him to. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm also not clear maybe, as to why that needed to happen. Can she expel power that she absorbs? Even even if let's say the not inherent mutant of. ability is right. not being right, able right. to shoot lasers, like, can she but convert it into super, a blast? Not unlike not that I'm aware of, like mm, a bishop kind of thing yeah. or a havoc or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how many? It, let's like right off the bat, how many characters in the yeah. X Men universe yeah. convert or redirect, store yeah. or redirect well, kinetic Gambit energy? Is another one or, who's here, yeah, in the, yeah. like forty-eight different There's characters. A lot of them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also don't like her getting those apocalypse powers. Like, why was he willing to do that? Why was that necessary? To Doesn't happen? seem like there's a purpose for it yet. Yeah, um, but it was fun, and the stuff with. Uh, Brian Braddock and the amulet and and the sword. I don't know if you're not steeped in Captain Britain history. If uh, that would make any sense to only what was in Uncanny X Force. Right. I feel okay. like they explained it pretty well. Did they? They like the sword, the and, the sword and the amulet. The sword and the amulet. There's sort of a test of like which one do you pick? Right. And the, right, the, right. In order to be Captain Britain, you're supposed to pick the amulet because right. you don't want to rely on battle. Right, peace but he was still than, angry. Yeah. But I don't understand how that is resolved. She gives him the amulet, and they both decide to fight together. I think they I don't decide know what's it's happening. a secret. 
uh, to, pro- yeah. to to sort of um, protect his ego or protect you know because the people outside are so upset that she just quote unquote is, yeah. a mutant yeah. took over as Captain Britain yeah um, as and she didn't to pass go- the test and right exactly right. so yeah. she didn't go through the proper channels right um, so they're just sort of like being like oh we're just gonna swamp these things and it'll be fine so Brian's gonna stay Captain Britain I believe although See, I like her as I Captain Britain I like her as Captain Britain too and they seem to do a lot of work making her that and. When he has the sword, he still becomes. Yeah, he he uh, uses so it's it's you know. more of like an emotional thing. Yeah, like um, he still has the, he still can access the power of the sword, and the sword mm-hmm. still changes him. But it's coming from a place of rage and anger as opposed to wisdom yeah. and and truth. Plus, I believe that is King Arthur's sword. Like he had the same choice and chose the sword. I think yeah. that was the early Captain Britain stuff. Is that like, oh no, this time he's going to choose the amulet instead oh. of the sword. Um. But she also has her psychic sword is her thing, so, yeah, so it would yeah. be a little odd for her to have the uh, Excalibur and the other sword. Yeah. Not impossibly odd, yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Me I, too. I've, yeah. I've really come around on Excalibur, because at first I wasn't... You know what? I don't think I had a firm grasp on the magic and how mm-hmm. Otherworld works, and uh, having read... What else am I reading? Is it Once in Future, maybe? Because I didn't realize oh, yeah, Otherworld yeah. was a thing. I thought it was a Marvel thing. I didn't oh, realize it right. was a... The other world. I think that's one of the many names for, like, the land of the fairy. Yeah, I had no fa- idea. Yeah, yeah. So this, I didn't realize this was pulling from other types of stories. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just Marvel. And so as I've been reading and gaining the knowledge and sort of being able to um, pick up the threads, I'm mm. enjoying it much more. Mm. Um, same thing with Marauders. Um I'm enjoying this more and more as it goes too, and this was a brutal. This was one yeah. of, this was your favorite issue. one in the. It still is in the first one. Okay, right, right. Uh, can, I, can I be honest with you? You know what my favorite part of this book was? What was Tell it? Tell me. They referenced Age of X Men. They did. I remember that. <laughs> what did they? What did they do? Forge, uh, being very familiar with power dampeners, because he was uh, Prisoner X. He was the warden. He created all that oh, stuff. That thank you. Yeah, I was wondering if that was the case. So I'm just, I, you know what? Every time that it's brought up, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, um, to, it? I'm trying to acknowledge the effort that I put into reading it. <laughs> See, it was an all for naught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. every time, every time it's like even vaguely brought up, it's just like, ooh, I know that. I get that reference. <laughs> I haven't wasted my life. Yeah. I mean, I have. Um, yeah, I think this is a lot of fun. I like that she's going up against uh, what is this dude who's basically a clan member. Hatemonger? Yeah. Hatemonger. He's, he's an old-time Avengers yeah. villain, right? He's yeah, got a yeah. big old H on his chest. Uh-huh. He does. Well, he, he wants I mean, he's people to know about it. He's also wearing a hood, it, you know? so he's, he's not hiding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Big old purple hood. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. And really, I think the thing most, most worth talking about is this end. Oh, yeah. Every th- every, this has all been set up by the Black King. Um, not Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Sebastian Shaw, the Black King. Um, so she's been set up. And he's able to, he somehow found Krakoan seeds that don't let her. Yeah, um, what is, do they limit her phasing ability? Yeah. Is that well, what it is? She can't go through the portal. True. Right? The whole beginning of this this series is Kitty Pride trying to get through the portal to Krakoa and breaking her nose um, on the uh, portal won't let her through. Oh, is he creating so, a portal around her? No, he's, uh. it's just, she's Krakoan. Krakoa doesn't like her. Okay. Uh, so these vines, she can't phase through. Yeah. Uh, Just like how she uh, can't go through the portal. So then he uh, could she does, but does this limit her ability to phase at all? Because yes. otherwise, okay, okay. Yeah, she can't phase. Because then in this the water, why she'd be she fine. drowns. Okay, cool. Yeah, Horribly. Yeah. What yeah, a not great. what a page. I like her. I like her uh, threat though. 
I, w- I will yeah. live again only to kill you, and when I return, you will beg for my blade. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a little strange. Uh, yeah. She's really going ham on this pirate. She's been aesthetic. doing that all the whole yeah. time, though, right? Yeah. I mean, but yeah. Like, Really, you're dying, and your last words are going to be in this as like a, a pirate cosplayer. Strange. My blade. Well, yeah. but also directly before that, she was like, "Okay, you know, forget it. Give me, you know, go save Lockheed, and you can have whatever you want." Yeah. You know, which, and I think like that didn't work. Uh-huh. Now she's about to die. Let's get make with the bravado. I, th- you know? I think it would have had more emotional resonance for me if she dropped all of any pretense of like, "I'm in a, I'm in a pirate coat, and I'm having fun." Oh yeah. And being like, "I will fuck you up." Um, well, she yeah, might still you be. Will beg for my blade just feels. Nah. I mean, she might still be. She might not have gotten to that point. You know what I mean? Where she's like, "No, I'll come back. Yeah. Like I'm, f- I'll be fine." Um, yeah. And you will beg for my blade. Yeah, 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 All yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah, I thought uh, that was also cool. Shaw is like, he's the one that is not going with everybody else. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. All the other mutants, villain and hero well, alike, are like. Let's say they. Yeah. Let's say they kill Kitty. Um, I think that. The fact that the Marauders just saved Shinobi mm-hmm. and Shaw has these machinations of placing Shinobi in the yeah. council yeah, yeah. And, and a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's no there's no real love lost between father and son. I, I, I think that Shinobi's gonna be an ally to the Marauders. Ah, maybe so. I, I hope so. That would yeah. be interesting, right? I don't think they are going to kill Kate. <laughs> I don't well, I I, yeah, I mean I, I hope not. Yeah. It I mean, just doesn't seem like like she's the centerpiece of the book, and her transformation is mm-hmm. the centerpiece of the book. Like such is made, you know, a lot is made of her being Kate instead of Kitty. It just doesn't seem like they would want to move she's away. She's the from whole that. reason I'm here. Yeah, she's the reason yeah, I'm yeah. here for Marauders, Definitely. man. I love Kate. Yeah, she's, she's real cool. really grown on me. I've always liked her as a character. Yeah, um, and then I, I think I really dug my heels in around her for um, the Joss Whedon stuff. Oh sure. And yeah. uh, now this is taking her to the next level, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else before we wrap up? No, it was, yeah. a, it was a pretty solid yeah. week in comics, and yeah. you had, you had you mentioned once in future. Everybody read that. Everybody read it. Oh yeah, I thought it was I a really six issue miniseries. Part. Is it ongoing? Issue seven's coming out. Well, huh? hang on, seven issue miniseries. Hang on, no, no, no. It, it is a six issue miniseries. Okay, but there's a slight cliffhanger for whenever they want to pick it back up, which is soon because number seven is already solicited. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Seriously? That's what I said. There you go. I thought, what? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I but I don't. Is know it Dan that, Mora? I don't know that. I don't know the stuff behind it. I don't know oh. if it's like, it's going so well, let's keep it going. Or if it's, uh, this is so long that we should, maybe maybe let's give another issue. Oh, yeah. We needed oh. one more issue to wrap everything up. Mm. Oh. I got Number excited seven. and sad I'm, I'm, and excited I'm Googling, and sad. I'm Googling. It comes out land. March 25th. Um, it doesn't say. Is there one that comes out April? Well, I mean, the, the story itself was wrapped up pretty definitively. Was it? It just had a kind of post-credit scene. Oh, there's oh, a number okay. eight for for April. There you go. Son of a bitch. Nice. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's great. Yeah, it was cool. I I think that was my favorite of all of those fantasy stuff that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. that came out one oh, week after the next. You know? It is. It is. It is a fantastic. Dude, this is book. dope. Yeah. And it's Dan Moore. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. He is. He, he is. Ugh. Perhaps. 70% of why that book is so goddamn yeah, good. Yeah, Kieran Gillen knows how to tell a story, mm. but Dan Moore Dan is just a, he's a goddamn robot mm. taught how to Right, like a feel. drawing robot. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, yeah, like yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a robot who understands, <laughs> who understands how to uh, convey emotion. Convey emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's yeah. a really good robot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he became aware. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's to taking draw. over yeah. Boom Studios. Sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right. Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to help us out, you can go to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. You can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com or you can go to cultpopgo.com. Click on the bright red banner and leave us a voicemail and we will play it on the air and respond to it. Noel, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on the social medias, uh, Twitter at Mr. Bartocci, M-R-B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I, or just the Facebook page. Nice. And Brian? Uh, BrianLeaveDesign.com. Brian with an I. Leave is L-I-E-B, as in boy, then design. Then dot then come. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, thank you. you so, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us, and we will talk at you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah.